Frank Duck. Sounds like there's something there's something coming our way. <laughs> there's always something coming our way. Bro. I know. Hey, listen, Frank Florian's joining us, senior manager with the Planetarium Space Science at the Telus World of Science. Frank, what is coming our way? Well, uh, what's in the news today is people have been talking about this asteroid. It's called Asteroid 2008-OS7, and uh, this is one of the larger kind of asteroids that's sort of nearing the Earth, but uh, a lot of people are saying that it's getting really near the Earth, but it's really not that near the Earth. It's 2.7 million kilometers from the Earth today, and that's at its closest, so it's you know well over six Earth moon distances away, so there's no chance of the thing actually hitting the Earth, but again, it is one of these bigger pieces of rock out there that we call an asteroid, and because of that, and because of its close proximity to the Earth being one of these near-Earth asteroids, you know, people are always uh, trying to be aware that these things are out there, and maybe someday one of them will hit, it, but, hit us, but this is not going to be the case with this. Well, thank goodness for that i i saw it, it, it the story i was reading said it was skyscraper size so i looked at the at the stantec tower downtown edmonton i'm thinking well that's pretty big that's still pretty big huh yeah, it's pretty big. It's sort of a, they think this looks almost like a peanut-shaped kind of thing. It's about maybe anywhere from 210 meters to 480 meters across. So it's a fairly sizable, you know, rock, uh, something left over from the formation of the solar system. And really, out in space, you know, where the Earth travels, it's like a big shooting gallery. There's a lot of this stuff out there. And sometimes, uh, you know, one of these things do hit the Earth's atmosphere. Most of them are pretty tiny, that actually hit. Most of the big ones, we know their orbits, and for the most part, they we don't know of any large one that's actually going to hit the earth in any you know any time soon anyway yeah you talk about uh, these just whizzing by but but it, it's a long way off so we got to warn people that hey it's not the end of the world as we know it but it's uh, <laughs> i i find it's always fun to to kind of keep tabs of these things but well why is it we only seem to find out a couple of days ahead of time <laughs> You know, I don't know. This one here itself is the 2008 designation means that this asteroid was discovered in 2008. Right. So we've known about its orbit for some time. And, uh, you know, uh, I'm not sure why it's been picked up on uh, the media that, you know, it's, uh, oh, a big asteroid nearing the Earth. When I say nearing the Earth, it's almost like it's right next door. You'll be able to see it with your eye in the night sky. Yeah. No, this thing is, like, really, really far away. And there's, uh, you know, 2.7 million kilometers when you're dealing with the distance between the Earth and the sun being 150 million kilometers you know that's a fairly far distance away from the earth it's 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 not really near the earth but again these things are potential hazards and that's why we call them near the earth objects and that's why astronomers like to watch them and and sometimes you know they get picked up now there's other asteroids out there that are much much smaller and sometimes these asteroids do hit the earth's atmosphere burn up and sometimes leave behind meteorites back in the, the when was it 2008 around november 20th there was a bright fireball scene here in alberta and right. Saskatchewan, and, and a week later i went out uh, with some other researchers and we picked up pieces of this rock from space so there's stuff that falls on the earth every single year and uh, but again most of these things are quite small but these large sizable ones are the ones you do have to watch out for but again this one here is nowhere near the earth to really cause any harm in fact it won't even be visible in the night sky uh, you know with your eyes alone and even with the telescope it'll be you'll be hard-pressed to even see it i was just going to ask if you had the right equipment might you see it? i guess that answers that hey frank what's it like when you you see this thing streak across the sky and then maybe a few days later you actually are able to pick some of it up 
No, you know, it's an incredible experience because you're going to be holding on to something that is left over from the formation of the solar system, really been untouched for almost four and a half billion years. And that means that, you know, it's one of the older rocks that you probably would ever handle in your hand itself. Now, of course, the Earth formed four and a half billion years ago, too, but our Earth, uh, you know, has undergone lots of changes over time. Our rocks have transformed, changed, you know. But with these things, they're pristine. These, these are the building blocks that made everything in our solar system. So to be able to go out there and uh, be able to find these particular meteorites, uh, that's an incredible experience. And you know, I'd love to do it again, I'm sure, as many people that would, uh, because it is such a, a neat and rare experience to go out and actually pick up a piece of rock that was originally out in space that now you have. You don't have to get in a rocket ship, fly out <laughs> somewhere and pick up things. Yeah. These things come to you. So they're pretty cool. Frank, I read a story once, and it was talking about how Alberta actually attracts a lot of these uh, meteorites and that type of thing. Have you heard that same story? Is that true? Well, it, it may not be that they attract, but we do find a lot on the prairies just because it is wide open space. And uh, when one of these things are seen in our skies, sometimes uh, right now, Dr. Christopher at the University of Alberta and Dr. Alan Hilburn at the University of Calgary, they all operate all sky cameras. So we can track these things pretty well uh, right now. And sometimes they'll help us find if there's a region where we should go out and look for some of these meteorites. And having a more flatter kind of uh, topology, the ground itself, Makes it a little bit easier to find meteorites. If you, you know, the Earth itself is basically, uh, you know, a lot of water. So most of these things from space fall into the Earth's oceans. Uh, having an area like Alberta with a wide open prairie like that makes it a little bit easier. So yeah, I mean, you have wide open skies, so you can definitely see uh, the whole sky all the way around. And you'll be able to see maybe more me- uh, more meteors flying across the sky. Some of which may even create meteorites if they're large enough. And our population base too. We have over four million people compared to Saskatchewan, which still has a lot of wide open space, but not so many people. That's right. Yeah, the more people you get out there looking up, it actually helps uh, yeah. find these things in the end. Frank, what's going on in your neck of the woods these days? It's got to be busy around the Telus World of Science and the Planetarium. Oh yeah, we're always getting uh, you know new, new shows and things like that. Uh, where we're looking at a new show about the sun. Our sun itself has given us some beautiful northern lights, so we have a show all talking about our sun and uh, why it's so special. Uh, we have our observatory that's open free of charge Friday and Saturday night. We hope to open it tonight from about seven until ten p.m. So if it's clear enough, people can come out here. I'd recommend calling the science center first to make sure it is open, but it is free of charge from uh, seven until ten. And you can come on out and take a look at Jupiter through telescopes, the Orion Nebula. Many wonders of the night sky. So those things are always uh, crowd pleasers when you look at these worlds in our solar system beyond our solar system through telescopes. And again, it's all free of charge for people to come by and actually take a look at it. Do you sleep at night or is that when you're wide awake? Well, you know something? My kids always say, hey, Dad, how come you're so cranky in the morning? Like, uh-huh. Sometimes, yeah, I don't get that much sleep sometimes because, you know, when, when you want to get out there and yeah, if the roar is kicking up and you want to get out there and photograph it or if there's other events happening, you got to stay up late and then you got to get up early. So you might get a couple hours sleep sometimes, but you usually catch up when the weather starts getting cloudy again because you're not going to be outside during that time. Cranky, but, huh? They say yeah. you're cranky? I find that hard to believe. <laughs> My kids sometimes say that. I got gotcha. you. In the morning. Yeah. Hey, but, well, you know, with this whole thing with uh, asteroids, there is an asteroid uh, in 2029 called Apophis that's actually going to come fairly close to the Earth uh, within around 31,000 kilometers. And it's a fairly sizable object, about 340 meters in size. So sizable to this one that's pretty far away right now. And that one won't hit the Earth either. There was a a chance a long time ago that this, that one called Apophis in 2029 could have hit the Earth. But with the... Uh, 
current kind of uh, forecast determining its orbit a little bit better, it's going to miss. But it's going to be within sort of the region where we put our geostationary satellites. So it's a pretty close call in 2029, but nowhere near going to hit the Earth. And in fact, uh, there's no collision of that particular object uh, for the next 100 years at least. So we can rest assured that, you know, with, with these things, uh, no big ones are going to hit that we know of right now with the Earth. But again, if you're out and about looking up, you might see some meteors and maybe something bright enough that could leave some smaller meteorites somewhere. Thanks for the heads up on that one. I appreciate it. Hey, Frank, <laughs> have a great weekend, okay? You too, Bryn. Keep looking up. Will do. There's Frank Florian joining us. Love talking with Frank about what's going on up there. Senior Manager, Planetarium Space Science, and also at the TELUS World of Science. Lots of stuff happening. 2029, huh? Better put that into my Google calendar just to be ready for it.